Uh, hello guys, welcome to the third episode of Sitting on the Fence. Joined by Connor again, as always. How are you doing, mate? You alright? Not too bad, not too bad. So we're back in the office today. Uh, we're not sat in a pub car park like last time. There was just a uh, few things that uh, that were needed to be changed, but I enjoyed it in the car, to be fair. It was, uh, it was quite fun just recapping all the results. Yeah, it felt like I waited for a fine, didn't it? Yeah, I know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, but we've got those drinks next to us now, so we're we're all set and ready to go and ready for the weekend race, you know, what will be um, as probably as little racing as possible with the, uh, the the ground conditions at the minute. It's very frosty out there, isn't it? Yeah, it looks like it might just be Lingfield. Might just be Lingfield, might just be all weather, if they can get, get that right. Um, but we're just going to have to wait and see. We've got uh, we've got quite an action-packed show coming up today. We've got... Uh, we've got the tips, but that will come later on. Uh, some of the horses that we like the look of uh, throughout the weekend. Sunday looks a really good card, um, wherever you have a look. Uh, Saturday as well is decent enough. Um, we've got a little... Um, but we've also uh, got some breaking news. Uh, Aplutar, the winner of the 2020 Savills Chase, the 2021 Betfair Chase, and we've also got the Gold Cup winner of 2022 retiring. Uh, sad news, but... Did you see it coming? Yeah, I, th- I think I saw it coming last year. Um, ever since that Betfair chase at Protector at one, uh, about Protector for that day, just because I, I thought it may also follow for the season, which turned out alright just for that day. Yeah. But it did never look right that day, and then thought we might get him back. Never really did. It was the right thing to do for Arsenal. A lot of us don't come out of Gold Cup like there was, so. In the end, right to the off, it's great off. We're working with one million pound in prizes for the owners to achieve this part. But they're not small owners, are they? They're very big. I mean, but no, he's been retired to the retired to the Cheveley Park stud as well, which is not not surprising. Well, no matter no matter how big an owner you are, yeah, them horses have had to come back. They are, yeah. and they don't come very often, do they? No, he did, did a brilliant horse for him, and it was the right thing to do. There was no way of getting to the Gold Cup this year. No, what was the chance anyway? I mean, no. I say I like I say I, I backed him in the twenty twenty three Gold Cup alongside uh, Protector. At, I brought I backed the two. Um, I think both just tenors on. Um, I, think, I think in the end, in the Savile's just been, he looked like he had enough. Yeah. And what what can you say? He's done his job. You can't you couldn't ask him for any more. Mm. In the end, sometimes you just know when to throw the towel in. And yeah, that Savile's chase definitely uh, was waving the white flag at it. But he didn't go down. I don't think he went down a disgrace at the uh, end what there. He, what he's done his career, he's great horse. Amazing yeah. horse, yeah. And he'll be. He's, he's. You don't like I said. You don't see them come very often, and it's going to be a while until we see a horse of that caliber again. Um. Well, that's if Calipande Champs wins the twenty twenty three World Cup. Uh, Gold Cup, sorry, which is looking likely. Twenty twenty four. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty twenty four. Sorry, I said twenty twenty three. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh, not with it today, but um, yeah, that's uh, sad news. But hopefully, um, there'll be some nice. Um, he's not Gelding, is he? Yeah, uh, yeah, he's Gelding. Yeah, Gelding, yeah, so he'll enjoy his retirement. He'll, he'll get a nice, nice retirement. Cracking off. I mean, what kind of programs they have out now for retired horses and stuff. You know, you get a great laugh. You have to look at uh, Frodon, Bird, Brownie Frost, the mm. best mates out there. So. Yeah, that's going to be at Brownie Frost uh, House, I think. Yeah, yeah. They'll do all the work they need to do, and I'm certain they'll enjoy retirement. And I know new trainers, and they've got great programs for retired horses. So. Yeah, hundred percent. They've just got to enjoy the retirement. They've done the job, um, and you know what? It's 
it's it's a shame that we have to see these horses retire, but we're seeing more like pretty much every week one of the big stars retires at the minute. I mean, you've got to look at the flat horses. You've got to just have a look at Mustardaff, Baybridge, all all these Ace Impacts, especially uh, the winner of the Ark. They've got to retire at some point, and they and I mean well, the owners must be looking at it thinking. I mean, the flat horses have a job to do at the end of it, don't they? Yeah, it's got a system career. Mm. It's been in the sub market, haven't they? But you know, they, they jumped out and they get a great, great easy life after it. I mean, it's great to see August Rodan carrying on. It's How been, long for is the question? It'll be a year, won't it? But I'm sure they've got the plans in mind. Mm. What I do with him. There'll be, there'll be a plan in the way. You still probably win it's one or surprise. two group ones. Be surprised for everyone, August Rodan, won it? They carried on. Yeah, also, I was very surprised. Of all the horses I thought that would retire, I think August Rodin would probably be up there with one of the first, but it never the news never came when he's going to be riding again next year, which is, I mean, it's good for us racing fans too, because... Um, You'd love to see him win the Classic one year, Breeders' Cup. Oh, that'd be good. I mean, Breeders' Cup's one of my favourite meetings, even though I am a, I am a, uh, a Jumps fan. Don't get me wrong, love the flat as well, um, but Breeders' Cup is up there with one of my favourite meets of the year. It's, it's up there with Cheltenham, I think, for me. Well, it's just great to see all this best horses come together, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it is. No matter if it's flat or jumps, you just want to see the best horses in action. Um, but moving on then, uh, not well, not it's still on to retired horses. Uh, Stradivarius, first foal. Um, looks a spitting image of Stradivarius, so it could be, uh, in two years' time, could be a decent two-year-old. What do you think? Well, it, in a way, it's, it's a, bit, a bit the opposite of, Plutard, he, he had his career and he was still up to the mark. I mean, yeah, towards the end he wasn't quite up to the hype he was, but great career. You heard he's a great stallion. He's at the mm. national the national stud there. First ball, probably the first of many. The owner, uh, Bijan Nielsen, he's, he's got some great incentives in place. I mean, I can't remember the exact figures off my head, but I think the first group one, when they get to 250,000, and yeah, next nine get 150, I think. Then the first ten group two winners get hundred or something, and then the first ten group three winners get fifty. I mean, and it's stuff is only fifteen grand, and it's worth a punt, isn't it? If you're just starting out. Oh yeah, especially in the industry, it's worth. It's always worth a punt, isn't it? Um, well, obviously there'll be more falls to come, won't there? See the stars as well, isn't he? So he's going to be in demand, whatever way you look at it. Yeah, exactly. That stuff fee will only rise. I think. I think fifteen thousand pounds is an absolute steal at the minute. Um, obviously, far, far too early to judge. Uh, obviously, with the first fall just being born, it's oh, going to be it's going to be a few years until it rides. Two years till it's yeah, it's going to say two years until it starts riding. But it, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing how um, the falls go. Well, that's the beauty of the game, though, isn't it? You get you get your favourite horses, and then you you sad when they retire. But the best ones a few years later, you're seeing the progeny on the on the track, aren't you? And it's yeah, see, I mean, look at Frankel, you see him all over the place, don't yeah. he? he's everywhere. But the thing is, with breeding horses, it's always a risk, isn't it? Because some work and some don't. Uh, you see many Frankel colts, especially, uh, hit the track for the first time, look absolutely nothing like um, the dad Frankel. Um, but then again, you get the old one or two just look an absolute superstar. Yeah, it's same, same with any other horse, really. You no, know, I, I know people who've spent hundreds of thousands of horses and stuff, and Sometimes good, sometimes they're average, sometimes they're nothing at all, and they end up yeah. they end up being an inventor. That's the thing, and it's always like I said, it's always a risk when you're uh, when you're breeding horses. But it's an exciting if you've got the money for it. It's an exciting prospect to have a horse that could be a world beater. Um, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. 
uh, especially if you're paying in the example of Stradivarius, fifteen grand. What what's fifteen grand to an owner? I mean, may seem may seem a bit out of out of touch there, but it, if you're paying fifteen grand to get your horse bred by uh, well, Stradivarius, you've got the money to throw about, aren't you? Journey, I mean, takes you away, don't you? If you're not up for the kind of money, I mean, the stud game's massive. Mm. Fifteen grand to them is is, is nothing. Mm. If you're an owner and you're just starting out, or let's say you're on to your third arse and you think, you know, I want to be there for a journey, let's say you've got some land and you think, oh, let's have it in the barn outside and we'll have it to keep it. And it's all about the journey, isn't it? Mm. Oh, exactly, yeah. Um, I can see why you, why someone would be, excuse me, uh, see why if, if an owner paid, what's the stuff for Franklin now? 275,000 pounds. If they paid that and it, it turned out to be a nothing horse, you're going to be, you've got every right to be ticked off about it. but I mean, for fifteen grand, you've you've got a chance of completely like claiming that back within three races. Really, depends on what race, um, what class the yeah, the horse is in. They're eligible, then yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so the the thing is with breeding, you world your oyster. If you can breed um, horses like that with the right mares, you've got a win on your hands, really, haven't you? Yeah, definitely. It's you see, you see these ones crop up out in Bremen. Well, look at Hewitt. He's eight hundred pounds. He's not very big. Chaser. You know, it's, it's small in comparison to the likes of Braveheart Game, Alaho. But then when you can't do a job. You've got every right to. You've got every right to. But this, okay, this moves on to the question then. Uh, this is kind of more of a personal question between us. It's kind of probably maybe a debate or maybe just like a discussion, maybe. If so, with the 15 grand uh, stud fees at the minute, so you've got, we've got six choices I've written down here. So we've got Mustardaf, Stradivarius, like we've just said. Uh, we've got Baid, we've got Little Big Bear, Blackbeard. And we've also got Paddington. So the question would be, if you, well, the, so cost relative, which horse would you like to uh, to breed? Well, I mean, I, I love Blackbeard as a, a two-year-old. He's had a lot of character. Very know, much so. You know, Very you much so. A pun, you'd love to have one like him, wouldn't you? I mean, it, your heart would be in your mouth every time you went to run. He's <laughs> anything you like. But exactly, yeah. He's a leader on the track. You know, left his talking on the on the on the track. Speed he had, you know, and anything from seven furlongs a mile to depending what you breed him a mile for could could be in reach, couldn't it? And then just anything with Mostadaf, you know, Judmont winner, won at Royal Ascot, yeah, kicked aside Luxembourg and the likes, didn't he? So mm-hmm. King of Seal kicked him aside. No, King of Seal, sorry, different race, but. What Mastaf did that day at Royal Ascot, blew over and away, and all of a sudden, the highest rated horse in the world. You know, little big pair. We did it to Phoenix Stakes, blew him away multiple times. You know, a bit of a not, not so good second season, but uh, there's a lot of choices in there for breeders at the minute. Mm, there is. Um, I'm trying to think what my personal favourite bit. Obviously, me and Connor are massive fans of Blackbeard. I think just the fact that Ain't the character. No right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Aiden O'Brien. I mean, he wears uh, Blackbeard merch. It seems yeah. like every every other day, really. Um, it's just the character that he brought to the uh, to the sport. I mean, you don't get many characters like that. You get oh, one that's playing up, rearing up, and everything behind themselves. <laughs> no, just absolute balls of money. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I, I love characters like that in the sport. I mean, you obviously you get your professionals like Frankel and stuff like that, and obviously they're really really good to watch, but. Obviously, they've got a swagger about them, and they deserve to. Uh, but just seeing like a horse play up and just be as much of a bastard as he could be, 
it, it's fun to it is fun to watch as a as a punter and um and it, to be fair he had the he had the um the swagger to pull it off I think. Who knows what he could do if he went on? Yeah, yeah. Remember I was at Newmarket and he the news come through and he got the injury in the gallop and saying that Brian had to call it a day because Hesse's value had stood. You know he's a known name ever I think he's bred well. So you know you got you had to do it in the end. It's a business isn't it? Yeah. Aiden, but it must have hurt Aiden O'Brien to do that because we know how much he loves that horse. He's probably one of his favourite horses of all time, really. Um, but just to protect the horse, he he had to he made the right decision and and decided to retire him. But the the good thing about that is that I think a lot of falls will come up from it. A well, lot of people got, will pounce on that fifteen one. grand. Yeah, we've got the first one. We've got the first one, yeah. So yeah, he's bred well. Bred very well, and it's like I say, it's going to be a shame to see them. In we've got we we'll have to wait two years to see them. I'd I'd love to see him tomorrow, but um, even if it's just at the small meet like Nottingham or something like that. Van Dyke, yeah. That's what I was going to bring up there, uh, Van Dyke. Yeah, we, me and Connor decided. You know what? We're going to go to because we, we, we're trying to tick all the uh, the race courses off. I think we're on about twenty three or four now. No, probably, more. probably more than that. And we, it was just this random meet at uh, Nottingham. We missed the. We almost missed the first race. I think we pretty much did miss the first race because yeah, of traffic. Was you in the car park on the telly? Yeah, we were. Yeah, and um, I think it was the third or fourth race. Uh, Van, this horse called Van Dyke, and it really impressed us. And we thought yeah, that could do something. And right, it's gone on to. It's gone on to be. Oh yeah, that, that turn of pace. The turn of pace for Van Dyke is unbelievable. It's one of my favourite horses at the minute in terms of flats. Um, but that I mean that was just really impressive on the day. Yeah, it's won me a bit of money as well. I think it won me about three hundred quid in, in one go, which is uh, which is always good to see from a punter's point of view. Um, but uh, you never know, really. You've got, you've got to wait two years for these falls. Oh, of course he is. It, I think I think he. Yeah, I think he's. The world is his oyster. I think at the minute. I think he'll have one more year and I think he'll retire after that. I think that's well, how good of an horse he is. You'd like to think not, wouldn't you? But that's just the way of the game. Is that, you know, he's bred well again in the, you know, the bottom of breed, the breed of horses. Quick as from that day. Everything would lead you to believe he'd be quick. But he was exactly. not that quick. Yeah, I mean, just, I think it was, a, it was definitely a maiden that we watched. And, I mean, I don't think it was racing anything, to be honest. But, that first start, wasn't it? Yeah, first start. You, you expect it, don't Probably you? But, Exactly. So, well, that that was a really interesting one. The thing is, when you go to these small meets, it's you, you never know what you're going to see. You don't know what you're watching, do you? No, it's like we've we've got we've got a point to point booked. Um, we're going to be doing a little vlog on that. I'll be uh, I'll be filming the day. Um, you never know what you could see. I mean, Constitutional came from a point to point. Like, yeah, you know, what I mean, yeah. Statler, all that, all them sort of horses yeah, came from a point to point. Jerry Colon. Jerry Colon. I mean, they have to start somewhere, don't they? Yeah, they all have to start somewhere. Um, so, well, say moving on then to the, the looking at the preview. There's not much news to cover. I, I will actually, I will point out something. Um, again, talking about Constitutional, pulled out of the was it the point out of the trials? Yeah, the Bueller. Yeah, the Bueller is a race made for him, and he's been pulled out. Well, the, the, they discarded it because it was a nothing, nothing race, and then they brought it back because McKinnison was complaining, and then to the end, unsatisfactory scope, which. He may well have done, but he's got a few excuses on Nick Henderson. He's anyway not running. I think he's got a book full of them, to be honest. I think, uh, don't get me wrong, this is not a a hate on Nicky Henderson. I think he's one of the, pretty much the best trainer in the country right now. Probably look at Venetia Williams at the minute. 
uh, Paul Nichols. But I think Nicky Henderson is the cream of the crop. Um, but blooming hell, he don't have he, well some of the excuses he has. Uh, I, you can't help but think if he's with Nichols, he'd have ran more. I think he'd have run twice. He'd have ran more, wouldn't he? I think he'd have ran twice already if it was under Nichols. Um, but I mean, he's very very cautious. Uh, is Endo, um, and obviously, well, he's got the horses to be cautious, I guess. But we just, the thing is, as racing fans, we just want to see him race. That's the problem. Well, he's just, just, he brings people into the spot, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. And this is the problem with him. You've got to have a bit more of a vicious trainer, aren't you? You've got to, yeah. In my opinion, that's that's just my opinion. You think so? You think so? Unless the uh, the Irish have something to say about that. Oh, don't get me wrong. I love Stateman, but it's I don't think he'll get close at all. To be honest, um, I mean, hopefully we'll see Stateman in the in the DRF. I'm I'm sure we will. Um, we I mean we were there last year to see him um against Honeysuckle, uh, but I mean time will tell. To be honest, um, but yeah, uh, moving on then, uh, towards the preview. Of the weekend racing, that's, I think that's all the news that was pretty much covered and all that has been covered uh, this past week. Um, so we're starting off at Lingfield um, on the Saturday. Um, we've, you've got you've pointed out a nice horse that you think might run well. Yeah, there's a few, but you know, Lingfield not not really my strong suit. Oh, whatever. I don't think it's any of our strong suits. <laughs> but you, it's looking like the jumps meets are going to be. Near the popsicle heat, I mean, I mean, it's freezing in the thing, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, the clerk of the course at Ascot had a big time trying to get anything out of the ground today, but, uh, but, I mean, if it's frozen over, it's frozen over. You can't really help it, can you? It's just mother nature. You can't stop that, can you? No, it's unfortunately not. Over better ones come time DRFs and stuff like that because at the end of the day, these horses are worth a lot of money. You can't, you can't run them, can you? When they're not going to be running, I mean, he ever wants them to run, but. Do yeah. Anyway, we'll look at uh, look forward to Lingfield first. I think. Yeah, Lingfield first. Yeah, you've seen a nice horse in that. In the two thirty five, we'll uh, yeah. we'll start off with that one. Yeah, it's just one that I fancied. Yeah, it's got a good draw called uh, Lord Riddle, Lord Riddleford. Watched it in Goodwood. I backed it that day. Glorious Goodwood. It, it holds um. Yep, got the ride of Jason Hart, a train by John Quinn, a uh, course and distance winner, uh, eight stone nine. Um, it's drawn store three, so it's it's not drawn in the car park. It's uh, got a quite a handy draw. Um, yeah. Thirty nine days since its last run. It's uh, well, it's run its last race. Yeah, it, it won at Lingfield in twenty twenty one, but you know it's currently running off ninety. That's it's, it's not a terrible mark. It's it's not getting any, any younger. It's it's nine, but well handicapped. Draw, drawn drawn well. Yeah, got Jason out. You know, it's just, you can make the point that the case is funny. I mean, Silky Wilkie, I just think, top weight, 909, could be a bit much. Could be. You, you, you like the favourite in that, Diamond Spirit, uh, yeah, Ryan yeah, Holly Doyle? Yeah, because he's a progressive, he's only four years old, he looks to be four years old, that's five years younger than my pick. Mm. But just hoping that experience will, will show through. It, it, it's, it's struggling all over, I mean, this horse is the favourite, you know, cleaning up on the other track, so it's like a circus. Exactly, yeah. Um, so there's a few horses in that race that we do fancy. So move on to the um, 15-10 then, so the next race. 
uh, we've pointed out uh, Oso Grand, which is 11 to 4 favourite at the time of recording, and Queen Regent. Uh, so Jack Mitchell and Rob uh, Rob Havlin. Yeah, um, Oso Grand. The case is obvious, isn't it? You know, Vinny Van Sentan won for them. You know, last time out, course winner. You know, gone up, gone up four pounds for that. Trained nicely. Trained very nicely. Yeah, in '95, it's it's reasonable form. You know, time for that one at Newcastle, same distance. So, the case is there. Time for doing second at Epsom. Mm-hmm. So climb up the ranks quickly. Climb quite look. Looks quite a progressive horse that one. I mean, um, obviously there were two con, uh, two of Connors, but I think my uh, my pick with that one uh, be definitely each way would be Eleanor Cross, the ride of David Probert. Um, it's it just from the outset, just from the the look of it, rated seventy five, so it's one of the lowest ranked horses in the field. Stall seven, it's not an ideal um, uh, stall to come from, but I think it's got plenty of ability. Um, right. Conferred for. All weather, it conferred at Lingfield, so it's it's it must say quite handy on the all weather. Um, I mean fourth and second at Salisbury and Nottingham, if, uh, good to firm both times. It's it's got a chance, definitely got a chance well, in my opinion. Andrew Bolden's pitching it in for this mm. tells you a little bit of something, doesn't it? I mean, off seventy five, he's got to think a little bit of something's going on. Seven's not perfectly ideal, but it's not it's not the worst. I just think with my pick, I mean, my pick is in stall eight, Queen Regent. Queen Regent, yeah. Yeah. But, say, last time out, Lingfield second, same mm. distance. Yeah. The sire of Roaring Lion as well. Yeah, it's first time cheap pieces. You're looking for it to woken up, aren't you? You think so? Oh, it, it can't be without a chance. Exactly. If, if trainers have a doubt about the horse, they the the whack on blinkers, the whack on headgear, whack on noseband. Yeah, just keep concentrating. Yeah, 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 exactly. Keep them concentrated, yeah, keep them in the game. Keep them up in front of them. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens with your horse. Yeah, we, sometimes in a necessity. But for, for John Golson to be coming here, of a horse rate of 87, usually it's like just from flat. Yeah. It's not obviously as all the runners, lost great Kempton or Wingfield, but this is a decent racing, so mm. you know, it's a winter oats. 100%, so yeah. This is, this is a decent pot, decent race. Also, Grand's hard to get over. But 8-1 at the minute, Queen Regent, all the bet. Yeah, I was going to say, it looks like a competitive race in the betting. Um, so, well, we move on then. Uh, there was a race that we did miss, actually. It was the 2 o'clock at Linfield, so the one just before our first tip. Um, so you like really like the look of Dragon Icon here. Yeah, I do. I do. Do you reckon 236 days off the off the track may hinder it a bit, or do you reckon well, it'll just it, re- make, start a revival? There'll be something going on, you'd imagine, because it had two wins. It went up to Cologne for the um, beginners, beginners in Germany there, but got, got well beat, so something could be going wrong there, but you know, what can I suppose? I think 6 to one's a fair price to take on it. First time before, so maybe a bit, bit not very well behaved. I was going to say, like we say, trying yeah, to get it more concentrated. Second favourite at 6 1. 9 2 is the favourite. I mean, brilliant, brilliant betting race. The market tells you exactly what you're looking for. They're not, not too sure. Not too sure, maybe. Um, well, when it comes to Saturday, we might have a better idea of who's leading the market. Yeah, I mean, the market's Dragon. very, very volatile, anyways. For me, Dragon Icon, Chuck is un, well, he's not unknown, but he's not well known, but he's not got a decent. He's got a decent the, record. Cameron Noble. Yeah, yep. he's got a decent record. So 
We'll go for that 61. If that comes in, you'll be happy at 61 at pay-per-view Saturday. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Um, I was just looking down. Obviously, I, I didn't plan this one, but I've seen Tropez Power is, is in there. Again, another ride of Jason Hart's. Um, very, very, I mean, very experienced also at this point. Um, three wins out of nine on the all-weather, so it seems to have more success on there. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? Well, most of his wins in the all-weather, running. So Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. barring one. Not not great form otherwise. Yeah, you know, apart from his second at York, but you, if he was that way inclined, you got you got to take a punt on that. You really have, but yeah, I've got nothing else to say on that. I think there's, there's more appealing ones in there. More appealing ones in there, yeah. That's 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 completely fine. I just, I just wanted to point it out because uh, obviously Trevor Power is quite a well known name in um, in our circle, so. Um, but 100%. I've just got to point something out as well. Obviously, you were talking about Dragon Icon in the um, the German Guineas. Uh, just scrolling down, uh, Duke de, de Morny, um 33-1. to 1. In that same race, come stone dead last. Um, been abroad, uh, been mainly in France uh, racing there, but not had much luck. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be tipping that each way, I don't think. I think that won't be a, that won't be a factor at all. No, it's, 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 it's not really... He's won his first race. I mean, the pay good money in France and stuff like that. Yeah. So you you wonder why it, it's now taken to Lingfield. Uh, but I'd, I wouldn't be backing that, to be honest. That would not be my cup of tea. Um, so moving on to Haydock, which is more our specialty of the jumps. Um, by the way, I can't, I've, got, I've got to just say, if, when this uh, podcast comes to summer, we're going to have barely any luck on the tips because... All it's going to be is flats, isn't it? <laughs> oh, no, you did. Yeah, so. to be fair, I'm proud of America. Yeah, You've had some, we've had some racing. winners on the flats, York, but York seems to like me. So. York and market raising, yeah. they're the ones. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have any tips for market raising because it's been called off. But I did say in the in the last podcast, Baron de Middleton, it did go down to fives. I did tip it at thirty threes. And yeah, unfortunately, I won't be uh, seeing any of that. Unfortunately, unfortunately not. I, I wish I did, but um, yeah, the cash out would have been all right. But um, anyways, moving on to Haydock, the twelve fifty five to the second race. You have backed uh, an Irish Raider in yeah. the name of Largy Shark. Yeah, we don't know the prices. Yeah, don't know the prices just yet. No. Nope. Yeah, seven seven pound claimer on coming over coming over here. It's not unknown for the trainer to be honest, but. Very famous I, owners. I backed it the last time. It was, it was well gambled, half in price. And I just think off, the, you know, one sixteen, got a chance. Mm. You know, farm on the ground. Yeah, you know, it's not it's not one in, since um, April, but it's really race wise. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm going to take a punt. It's it's like the race for its age. Yeah, I just think. Last time pulled up, but far too keen. Far, far too keen. Yeah. Yep. So a bit of luck this time. Distance winner, so you will definitely make the trip. It shouldn't be pulling up this time round. Um, so fingers crossed, yeah, we get a winner there. I mean, we'll be tweeting. I'll be tweeting all these out on the day anyways. I the price, but I can imagine it'll be, it'll be a decent price. And I think we'll have this chance. Yeah, fingers far crossed, yeah. I mean, well, if it's a decent price, then you may well you've got more chance of winning more money, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's all, it's all price I mean, hundred percent. Uh, so the the two oh five Haydock, uh, we've got two different picks. 
Um, yours is um, the writer John Joe O'Neill Jr., fortunate man. Mine is James Bowen's South of the Border. Nicky Henderson again, my best mate at the minute. Um, what's your what's, what's your case? Put your case forward for a fortunate man then. Well, there's nothing wrong, is he? Nope. It's, it's as simple as that. No go on the ground. Mm-hmm. What you can see on the what you can see. I mean, Nubu after and it was soft there. You have no problem with it. He's done nothing wrong. Yep. You know, you get eleven two about about that. So the, the the improvement could be endless. I think that's completely the same for mine as well. I think he's done nothing wrong. It's it's, it's one on good, one on soft, unseated rider. Unfortunately, uh, on heavy ground at Sandown, um, was pretty much prominent throughout the whole race. I thought, um, and it was eleven to eight favorite at, on the, at the time. Uh, but these things happen, don't they? Just unseated rider. Um, sometimes you can't help it. I mean, just look at Shishkin for the uh, King George. No, yeah. what? No one could have helped that. Yeah, no one could have helped that. Race, but for seven. Seven runners, I thought, yeah, de- decent price one too. Yeah, like I said, I, I, well, just, I'll just point out another horse in that race. It's the same owner, same trainer, uh, same jockey as well, despite not having a claim. It's Joshua Day Floss at nine to one. No, again, Irish Raider Crawford coming over to bring another one over. Um, you'd be looking. I mean, he loves bringing them over to England, doesn't he? He seems to. He cleaned up at early week. Yeah, I think he what he had three winners and a hat trick. Yeah. You know, you've got to get away from the Irish. You can't do it over there and you have to find a way out here. Exactly. And England, what what, what a place to do it. What a place to do it. Um. So, yeah, it's going to be a very tough race on the betting, but like I say, but we've, we've both got two um two different horses in that. So hopefully at least one of them will come through. Um, may do a forecast on that one, actually. May do a, may do a um, flexible forecast. What is it? A combination yeah, forecast. That's the one. Flex- where did flexible come from? Reverse, yeah. yeah, reverse forecast. That's the one, yeah. Ah. Big race coming up. So the uh, the next race, uh, two forty at Haydock. We've got three picks here. Uh, I'll go with mine. I'll go with Alaf um, Philippe and Enox Allen. Uh, Alaf Philippe at twenty to one. Enox Allen at twelve to one. You picked Alaf Philippe as well. You also got with another one. Yeah, I completely shit the bucket. Yeah, yeah, you did indeed. You did indeed. But you've also gone with Sam's Choice. Is a quite a bit of an outsider at forty to one. Yeah, it's a big prize. Very big prize. Well, Gordon Elliott persevered him for a while. He ain't gonna mind the ground, you know. He, it just seems like to me he could have a bit of improvement in him. You know, he's not gonna mind the trip at all. You know, forty to one, it just seems too big. Mm. You know, to try different things with him. They've gone two mile, you know, two and a half mile. I just think, yeah. I mean, last last time he won was at Leopardstown. But I just think this this could suit him. He's he's only on one twenty two, mm. so you know he's he's dropped five pounds since he since two races ago. Yeah, I think that could be could be the choice. Could be the choice, definitely. Each way, I wouldn't. I, w- ago that he won. I wouldn't have the cojones of backing him on the nose hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, just an each way place. It could be. Um, I mean, I do like this classic Concord. It's thirteen to two joint favorite. Uh, the ride of Connor Brace. Um, not really put a foot wrong in recent times. He's won, uh, what's that? One, two, three, f- uh, five in the past six. Uh, so, and it's won off a big price as well. So, uh, big prices, sorry, seven to one, four to one, nine to two. Um, we come second of a twelve to one at Worcester. I mean, that was a class four, so it's definitely a massive step up in the grade, uh, class three. It's not, it's not too much of a step up, I guess. But um, you've got you've got to have a look with distance winner as well. Um, 
I mean, the fact that it's drifted from four to one to thirteen to two though is uh, must be a bit of cause for concern, maybe. Well, it's early days, yeah. Mm. But yeah, Alan Philippe, I think this is definitely a, a win bet. Me, you know, he's been placing recently. I mean, from second off one four two, now one three five. One three five, yeah. You know, and why? Why not? Go for it. He, you've got. He's got. He's got form on soft ground, which it will probably be. You know, second at Cheltenham is seventeenth March. You know, well, why not? In the sense that we're, it's, it's a dropping dropping class what it used to. Mm. But what? Yeah, why not? Twenty to one, massive price. Yeah, he'd be uh, be laughing if that wins, wouldn't he? I mean, it comes set. I know for a fact it pulled up at Cheltenham. Um, I was debating on backing it the day. I think it might have been seven to one. Um, at the time. Yeah, uh, so twelve to one. Twelve yeah, to one. The last time, but twenty twenty two, it was coming second in the descent. So yeah, you know, it's not had a lot of racing since. And last time it ran on in December, come third. It just needs to refine that form. Just needs to refine that form. Um, I mean, at it's ten, it's, it's, ten years old, it's gonna be, it's gonna it's, be tough. It's only run eleven times. Very lightly raced. It's only run eleven times. Yeah. You know, if that comes at twenty to one, you'd be laughing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean. As I said, apart from classic Concord, I don't really fancy many of the favourites I mean, in this one. Over that, uh, over Equinox. I mean, with that injury that day, I mean, it won, but the jumping was appalling. Oh, I didn't respect defence at all, did it? Jumping was appalling. Yeah, did not respect defence whatsoever in that one. Um, so, like I said, we've got another one in the next race. Um, we don't try and get tips for every race, but when once we see a horse that we like, we do keep a note of it. Um, so this is uh, the fifteen fifteen at Haydock. Uh, you picked uh, was it Famous Bridge? Yeah, I did. I yeah, did. and purely because, well, it's been very progressive horse, but Royal Brigade in there and they get lumped away. I mean, what did they work out? Twelve stone, ten stone, one. Mm-hmm. You know, nearly two stone, isn't it? Nearly two stone. He's got there. Um, and it's well, my, my my pick for that one will be Kilpeg King, the rider Sam Twiston Davis. Me and him have had a, an interesting pass. Uh, trainer Anthony Honeyball, who's done very well for me this year. Um, I mean, very very um, consistent horse. Uh, placed three times um, in the past three uh, after, and then it won, and then it comes second straight after that. Um, the RPR is the highest in the race, uh, ten stone four. Uh, nine years old, I think it. He's drifting from fifteen to two to six to one. So I mean, again, like you said, it's still early days. Uh, I always like to have, I always like to have a look at the market, see who the punters are, are favouring. But I just think. Well, famous, I just think... Bridge, I mean, it's got lumped to it. I mean, if a royal guy went in there, he'd be big favourite. Big big, big favourite, and I'd probably be putting him favorite. on to win by how many length. Big favourite. I've got a question for you. So in this race, we've got Mister Coffee. Now we've seen Mister Coffee a lot this year. Um, oh, sorry, we've only seen him twice, but he's been quite a formidable figure in the uh, national hunt scene. Obviously, trained by Nicky Henderson. Um, he'll be ridden by James Bowen. I think Nico de Boinville will be back on Sunday. Um, do you reckon he's due a win? Well, definitely yeah, due a win. Definitely due one. He's not yeah. start. I mean, if you scroll, scroll down the page, and I think it was about, what, three years ago? About three years ago, yeah. yeah Just can't help but think. 2020, last one. You just can't help but think there may be a win, one more win in the in the old boiler. Well, he's he's, he's nine, but that horse, I mean, he's rated one four two, and for an horse like that to win three times, you'll so expect it. him to front run as well. 
hundred percent. He's always a front running horse. I mean, I mean, just look at the Grand National. We back, we both backed him. Um, for the I mean, I mean, I think I must have backed about seven or eight horses for the Grand National. But um, he was one of my. I think all of the ones that I'd backed had fell or unseated. I know Delta Work was a, was probably my main bet for that one. Uh, back Galvin, he fell at the first. Um, but Mr. Coffee was one that I backed, and I, I genuinely thought. It, Two out, I think he might have done it, but I mean, Corrat Rambler just blew him all the way. Um, well, I just think if the ground comes up soft, for whatever reason, I'll also back Elvis Mail. Another, I think, another Grand National horse. It's just, just like off ground, Elvis Mail. No, you're on about Velvet Elvis. Oh, Velvet Elvis, of course, yeah. yeah. I, I think he's, I think he's entered for this next uh, Grand National. Oh, yeah, no surprise. I mean, mm. but if the ground comes up soft, I'll, I'll probably have a bet on uh, Elvis Mail as well. Kelso specialist, but Kelso specialist, yeah. I mean, well, they're trained by Alexander, who's uh, loves loves Kelso. Um, so, but there's some strong picks in that one. I do like your famous bridge tip, actually. I think that might be uh, might run quite well. You got to back it against Royal Pagai, and you. It's just, just a weight factor, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think so. I 100 percent think so. But, and then the racing, as you thought, the racing couldn't get any better. We look to Sunday's card. Now, where do we start? Where do we start? Do we start at Lingfield? Do we start at Thurles? Uh, yeah, we'll go Lingfield. We'll go, Ling- we'll go Lingfield for, I mean, I'm struggling here because I've, some of the racing that's on, I mean, even at Fakenham, you've got a Class 3 at Chelmsford, you've got Class Racing at Fakenham, we'll get on to Thurles in a second, but Lingfield, we've got to start with the 115, and my mate Mozzie is coming over from Ireland. Yeah. Gavin Cromwell, very nice, very nice horse. Um, I mean, you, you go for it. Well, I'd, I'd have picked him just just the fact he's bringing him over. I mean, it might be difficult for him to compete as the Irish, but I think this this is set up for him. God knows what price will be. We don't know. We don't know the prices just yet. I think yeah. I mean, I like Jello. I, I backed him at the Aintree when he. I mean, the, the hurdles are admitted. The sorry, defences are admitted, but somehow he managed to. Uh, Still winning, I can't remember what else to be that day, but I'll, I'll jump down the seat. Sure <laughs> I remember that, yeah, I remember that. I'm sure you were that, but yeah, I think Mozzie's going to be the one. Man. I like authorised speed, but for some reason the authorised the, the great of the, the hurdles, but when it comes to fences, we're a bit, a bit naughty. Mm, yeah. I think, I think he got took, the authorised got taken to Turkey to be a stallion at Tur- the, Turkey. Sorry, there's racing at Turkey? Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> there's racing Turkey. at Turkey? The Italian there, so that'll tell you all you need to know about what he's doing. But yeah, uh, I, I won one about the Turkish, the Turkish Grand National, is it? Well, Race little, at Bodrum. Got a little soft spot for uh, Whiskey. Yeah, he had a winner from it, Doncaster, mm. a good while ago. But speaking, yeah, I'm, but, I, I don't know what the price is going to be, but I will. We'll find out tomorrow, I'll won't be we? Back in my body, I think, yeah. Well, there's like talk about uh, soft spots. There's one soft spot for me in this race, and it is JPR one. I think this horse is uh, it's a seven year old, but I think this horse just looks a different class. I think. Gone. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a difficult race, isn't it? I, 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 I'll back my Mozzie, but what is in Pembroke's in there? I mean, it's going to be some watches. You there. can't, you can't look past my Mozzie though, can you? Chewy in there as well. That was an injury that day. That was a, yeah, we were injury that day when it when it romped home. Back to the father once again. I mean, I was one of the backers that day, which is quite nice. I mean, that was the only winner of the day for me, I think. So, um, but we say so we move on then. 
So we've got the uh, the three o'clock at Lingfield. The racing just keep getting better and better. So we've got. I'll just list off a few a few of these names. You, you might have heard of them. Uh, Protectorat, Fugitive, La Home Press, uh, Limerick Lace, Highland Hunter. You name it. It's the race. I think the race has got everything. It's going to be set up to be an absolute classic. I think. Um, but we've we've both tipped La Home Press, haven't we? Yeah. Well, you can't know. He should have loads in hand, shouldn't he? He, he should. But there's a few, few nice in there. Limit, limit rate. Limit. Limerick place. Yeah. <laughs> Got there in the end. Really, uh, well, yeah, he was at Donny the other week. That full, um, you know, a fugitive. You, you, just, you just feel good when it wins, don't you? All on trail at Cheltenham did it last time. Gavin Sheehan takes the ride. Yeah, top, top jockey at the minute. Yeah, he's on some absolute flying form. I mean, Charlie Deutsch on Mohan Press. Very nice jockey. Um, I mean, well. well, rated one seventy is uh, La Home Press. I mean, it's one of our favourites, isn't it? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, we've seen him at Newcastle fighting. Well, the fighting fifth meet. They'll, they'll definitely be a big factor if he goes and wins here. Back by how much you don't know for the Gold Cup, but yeah, he'll definitely shorten in the market. So he fancied a bit, and then move back in for the Gold Cup instead. Yeah, exactly. Maybe um, if you're looking for, like you said, La Home Press probably be a short price. I mean, despite being three hundred ninety-one days off the. Um, off the, do, do we do we do we watch him race last time out? Uh, no, no, he was at Kempton, and then we watched him. Uh, uh, well, Boxing month there. before, yeah, we watched him month before at the fighting fifth, and he won. Great race, great race, six four favorite. We didn't back him, did we? No, no. I can't, what did we back that time? Into overdrive, that was it. Yeah. Oh yeah, what yeah. disappointed! What disappointing ass that's turned out to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we were we were trying to go for the. Um, Try and go for not the outsider, but the try and go for a different horse. And then, I was like, "Booyahs!" I think that'll be the new um, motto for the podcast. Booyah! <laughs> there was a few booyahs the other night, um, but yeah, that's gonna look looks like a competitive race. But I think, I think the home press will might might just edge that one. Uh, good back fit, then yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So we move on to the big race at Thurles then. Um, the, awesome the horse, yeah, exactly. So we're going on to the th- uh, 135. I mean, let me just go for a list. So Envoy Allen, Alaho, uh, Appreciate It, Capodano, Fildor, Monkfish, Statler. I mean, this race, I mean, I, I thought the, the last one we talked about was going to be a classic. This one just got to be the race of the weekend, surely. Well, you love to see Monkfish do it when you after what's happened with him. Mm. But Statler, God, I mean, which ones can you... You can't write any of them off, can you? No, you can't. I mean, we've, we've both picked Statler uh, just because yeah. of the ground. Um, well, Trip as well, I think. You know, he's won this trip before. He, he might just suit him now. You know, he, again, he's a nine-year-old. It might, he might just suit him. So, he's not he's not the quality for the Gold Cup. I've been down that road before. And, uh, yeah, I remember we backed him last year at the Dublin Racing Festival. Quite disappointing. Um, quite a disappointing ride um, on the day. Uh, but like you say, it's a, it's a very that's a very tough race. You just don't know what to expect out of Holland do you? No, no, you don't. He's quite a consistent, uh, inconsistent horse, I, I believe. But you never know when he's going to show up. You never know when he's going to show. Up. I mean, Statler come sorry, Statler come second um, when um, we're at the Dublin Racing Festival. Yeah, did, yeah. I mean, obviously lost to Galapagos de Champs, very very short price favourite, um, as he should have been, um, won easily. Uh, but yeah, you can't write him off this race, though. You can't write Phil uh, Dora off either, I, I don't think. It's an ideal trip for, for appreciate it as well. I mean, I've backed him for the Ryanair, so... 
Mm. Maybe I should back him again. <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe. I mean, Phil Dor, another one. I think. I mean, I remember I backed him each way. Um, uh, who was it against? It was a was it a uh, cork? El Fabiola. That was it. I backed him each yeah, way. Chase, yeah. yeah, that was the one. Um, it, that we were at Wolves that day. Um, so that that was my only only winner of the day, and he wouldn't even a win. Um, <laughs> but that's the that's all weather for you, isn't it? But yeah, Fuldor, I think. 42 days off its last um, last race. Yeah, there's so many angles you can buy Alan. I mean, any of these go win. It's such a great watching race. And mm. the price now. Yeah, if it appreciates, it appreciates anywhere like 10 to 1, I'll probably back him. And then I'll probably back him for the Ryanair again. Mm. Yeah. And then I'll probably like, lost two times the money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got two months to go for Cheltenham. I mean, we're going to be doing a preview show at uh, some point, maybe like two weeks before Cheltenham. I think that'll be the best time to yeah, do it. We'll but we'll be mentioning Cheltenham uh, throughout all these podcasts. Um, but, I mean, you expect at least five or six of these to be turning up at Cheltenham anyways. I mean, even Capadano, he's, obviously he's not going to be probably there to win, but he's going to be definitely um, a horse that does travel. Um even like you got, I've just had a look here. Another, another one, French Dynamite. Can't like, I don't think it will win, but I think no. maybe each that'll be a nice each way better. Maybe it's just gonna be interesting, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. If it comes back, I love seeing Monkfish do it. I'd love to see that. Hundred percent depends what price. Um, I think I might be back in Monkfish. Um, then again, no, two hundred and sixty nine days out of the saddle again. Um, this horse has had a lot of breaks, but I mean the injuries that it's had, it's. It's upsetting because we want to see Monkfish is probably one of the one of our favourites. Um, yeah. Were we at Red Car? Yeah, we were at Red Car when we uh, watched it. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Um, but we just want to see this horse come back to its best because we know full well the potential of that horse. Um, on well, of what it did have. Obviously, it's ten year old now. It's gonna. Towards the end of retirement, or towards the coming up to his retirement, it'll be sad to yeah, see that Oscar. Mm. Yeah, he's not he's not back down, has he? He's not, not back down, yeah. yeah um so I think that is all the tips at the yeah, minute. I think that covers it. That covers it. I think are we I think we're done. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, hopefully a few decent winners. I mean nice to get any to be honest. Yeah, exactly. Well, last week or so have not been not been brilliant, has it? No, the uh, so well the f- two days ago. I mean, got a sharp price for tomorrow, haven't we? Yes, we do. Got one. Code breaker. Code breaker. Yes, of course. So first, first race at Wolves. So it's uh, it's gone down from two twenty fifteen to eight. Um, should be winning off that sort of mark. Um, I mean, it's all weather. Anything can happen. That's that'll be another motto of this podcast, I think. But you never know. Um, but. It's one of the most consistent horses in Michael Hamilton's yard. Um, I mean, we've we've seen it a lot in terms of um, in terms of seeing it race, seeing it in the stables. Um, I mean, thoughts on Cobreaker? Great horse. Well, he's low grade stuff, but great horse. Great horse. I mean, he's part of an owners club. There's, I think there's twelve, fourteen of them involved in it, and they never lose any money. You know, they get they get involved with this horse. They all go together. They're all mates now. Yep. We go. I mean, I see. It's, it's only Subtle Wolves. The likes of that. I mean, in, in the summer, they get to go to Ponty or wherever. Somewhere you know, sunny. It's, it's low, it's low grade <laughs> Somewhere stuff, sunny. But, yeah, if, if you want to get into a horse mm. on a budget, 
He's up there with the consistency of Dashrell Drasher for me. I mean, yeah, obviously not, yeah. definitely not the type of, not the same grade, obviously completely different horses. But in terms of consistency, you can't get a much better consistent horse than that, yeah, really. It's just due a win, isn't it? It will win soon. Yeah, it does, yeah. But tomorrow, I think tomorrow might be the day. Tomorrow might be the day where it goes and wins, and we'd love to see it. We'd love to see it. I mean, the, Michael Leventon does an amazing job, as we know. Um, it got two winners on the on the year as well. I mean, we've already pre- uh, mentioned this in previous podcasts, but um, we just hope he keeps winning because, I mean, we're very close to the trainer. We uh, we get to go to his yard quite a few times, and it's it's lovely to see all the horses train, go on the gallops, and there's some special horses in that. And I'll tell you what, the winners will be piling in this season, I think. Yeah, yeah well, I think tomorrow might be, might be a salty day. Could be. Again. Could be the third on the year for Michael. So. Five and he places it all the time. Yeah, and obviously you've, you've got a group one winner, Jason Hart, on it. Um, so what, and he should be winning. If, if, if he backed him each way every time, he'd probably be a rich man. Probably, yeah, 100%, yeah. Um, especially if you've got a good price on him, which, I mean... So, I mean, you do sometimes. Yeah, exactly, you've got to, haven't you? Um, you've got to try and recuperate something but sometimes you get 10 to 1 and you think it's pound twice exactly that feels like you've won the lottery there yeah. but yeah um i mean that's it for some well tomorrow yeah there's not much race on tomorrow because of um this frozen ground how, how, how shit is this frozen ground exactly like you got like if it was raining obviously the whole weather would still be on but like the jumps racing might be off depending on the treacherous like sort of i mean Look at the Stewards Cup. I mean, that office is going back a few months now, but... Sat in the club watching that, and it's terrible, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It was that cold and wet, and we weren't even there. We yeah. were going we were gonna to go, weren't we? But uh, we decided against you it. You want to touch on a bit of anything Orden racing? Maybe the nuke? Luke the nuke? The nuke. Well, uh, well I don't know what he's... Uh, you probably know more about me. He's, uh, yeah. They're up Bahrain at the minute, yeah, aren't they? One tonight, yeah. yeah. Again, yeah, shock. I mean, 16-year-old, this this kid's got a higher ceiling than Phil Taylor, surely. Darts, yeah. 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 I mean, it's a bit of a bit of a left turn to the podcast, but yeah, we try and cover all we try and cover all sports it's that we enjoy, don't we? We enjoy, we enjoy the football, we enjoy the darts, we enjoy the horse racing. I mean, I enjoy a bit of cricket. I'm not, you, you're not no, a big fan of cricket, cricket, are you? No. no. Um, right yeah, exactly. I was just about to say that, yeah. <laughs> it looks like you're about to... T- Open the back, open the nah, fucking batting. A few wickets. A few wickets, yeah. <laughs> left arm, left arm spin, eh? Yeah. A few booyahs. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what, there'll be a few booyahs on Saturday. Yeah, you'll probably next year at the new market cricket training. The trainers <laughs> game. <laughs> I'm ready to Christmas. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Better Christmas. Oh, my God. But, yeah, well, Luke the Nooch just seems to keep winning, doesn't he? Yeah. I'll tell you what, I had a chance to back him at 66 to 1 each way. Everyone had that chance. Everyone had that chance. I mean, I looked at it and thought, yeah, maybe, go on then. No, yeah, everyone had that chance. I had a chance to back him at 200 to 1, didn't Yeah, no, exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd never heard of him before. Obviously, no one had ever heard of him before um, the World Championships, but, pff, I mean, what, 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 I mean, I get to see him in April. I can't wait. can't wait you for that. You must have seen that thing where it's like... I've spent years and years taking my lads to football, rugby, swimming and all this. Yeah. <laughs> taking them to the pub, having a few pints. Yeah. That's, the, that's every dad's dream, isn't it? It's a lesson for life, that, isn't it? Project Littler, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. what I, no, that's what I'll be doing if I ever have a child, which I doubt it. You want to touch on the Prem? Touch on the Prem? Well, 
well, Connor's a Liverpool fan and I'm an Arsenal fan. It's not going well for us at the minute, uh, but for Liverpool, uh, no, big massive injury blow for Mohamed Salah, no, maybe, no, possibly. Uh, well, you keep winning, so. Keep winning without him, to be fair. Keep getting you further and further away. Possibly, beat, yeah. If we could, if we, if Arsenal can get a striker in January, I'll be very happy. But I don't think it'll happen. You and your flying headers. Yeah, a bit of diving headers. Yeah, a prime Van Persie, mate. He wishes could do what I could do. Oh my god. Oh my god. Van Persie gives me nightmares. He wishes he could do what I could do. Oh, I was gutted when he left. I was gutted. I mean, I was, I was only a young boy. I mean, but are you gutted now? Are you about what's going on? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm good that we don't have a striker who can't put it in the bastard net. You know what I mean? But, yeah, it's... Do you know what? I mean, I don't even know who we've got next, to be honest. I've just... Oh, I've just seen him pop my phone. Uh, read this, Sky Sports. Go for this it. This is a massive blow. Liverpool's Mohamed Salah suffers apparent hamstring injury. Oh, my Ooh, God. Oh, be out a month or two, six surely. Weeks, six weeks. weeks. Well, you think so? It's all right, we've got Nunes. <laughs> yeah, well, if you can hit the onion bag, that's the main thing. Definitely, you can, can't you? Yeah, we, we got, we got Depends. Depends. We've got Forest or something, I think. Yeah, you got Forest? I think so, yeah. Without looking at it, I think it's Forest. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah um, Santo taking a leap out of Mourinho's book and just. Oh, it's not, it's Bournemouth. It's not so bad. Oh, no, Bournemouth. That's all right. It's Bournemouth, yeah. yeah. Should be winning that. I mean. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I've given up with Arsenal this season, I think. Like, yeah, you know going to win it. Yeah, I think, you know. I think Liverpool are going to be still winning it, to be fair, which makes me sick because all my mates are Liverpool fans. But, no, uh, it only upsets you because you thought Arsenal would have Liverpool game. Uh, anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. That was I think he still. I think he would have benefited at other clubs, to be fair. I think, you know, he would have benefited at any club. No. I, I think we're finding that position, you know. You'd run out of Calvin Phillips somewhere. Like, <laughs> I thought it's a Calvin Klein then. Oh, Is it? <laughs> a bit of Lundberg. You've already do good. If you can play up front, that'll be all right. I mean, I could, I'm, a, I'm a striker, so I'd just get me up there. At what level? Six aside. Six aside. <laughs> I'm a bottom of the league at uni. What, big game? <laughs> yeah. Six aside. Yeah, I got bullied oh, every week. Yeah. I got bullied every week. Got sick of it. So. I think you're nice. Got a new one fell. I'm going six. No, I'm not. I'm only a sprinter, mate. I'm only a sprinter. <laughs> well, I think that is the end of the podcast. Um, it took a turn, but I really enjoyed this one, Marty. So yeah, it's been good. It's been good. So we'll return on Monday. We'll uh, we'll come back see if we've got any booyahs to come uh, to report. Uh, I'll be tweeting them all out. It's uh, if you want to follow it, it's at John O'Racing. Uh, it's name sitting on the fence um, as the name of this podcast. Um, it's where me and Connor put our tips, see what we fancy for the rest of the week. No, yeah. I mean, just keep your stakes small. Just gamble, been, gamble. It's been a poor week to uh, start tipping. Out. It, it has been a poor week, but <sighs> everyone, everyone has a poor week now and then. Of all the weeks, though. Yeah, I know. We're just saving it up from the Dublin Race Festival. I think no. that'll be that'll be where the main tips come. So, but thank you very much for watching. Oh, for, I keep saying that every time. Thank you very much for listening, guys, and uh, I'll see you guys on Monday. Take care. Fucking booyah.